Warning, this podcast contains serious and explicit content from the real-life stories that often involve horrific crimes committed against women, children, and men alike, to the language and comedic angle that the hosts bring to the table. This is a comedy podcast specifically focused on true crime events, and it is not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This discussion... A 26-year-old man receives a phone call from a mystery woman asking him to meet at a bar. Adam Campbell goes, but she never shows up. After closing time, Adam is seen walking home. 30 minutes later, he's found dead in a burning vehicle. This case is lesser known and local to where I live, the UP of Michigan. So who killed Adam Campbell? Let's talk about it. Welcome to We Didn't Do It. Alright, so we're doing um, a series of mini-sodes. They're based on cases from the, the UP of Michigan. So I'm joined by my friend Dipping, previously on Aaron Hedges. So yeah, we're doing UP cases, and the first one is Adam Campbell from Escanaba, Michigan. The land of the free, home of the meth. The asshole of the UP. Yeah, they call it Meth Canaba for a reason, so. 26-year-old Adam Campbell... Wait, actually, before I start, I'm going to try to play this fucking... um, this news clip if it works a mysterious death in delta county still remains unsolved local three's Kryn griffith <laughs> yeah, this guy is straight as hell right case. you <laughs> can just tell 26 year old adam campbell was an outgoing likable guy he's always there for other people you know um always giving his friends support and he was a good guy. He's a great guy. He'd give the shirt off his back to anybody and make anybody feel comfortable and wanted. Mm-hmm. Adam was never really an enemy. So it came as a huge shock to Adam's friends and family when he was found dead after a night out at the bar in downtown Escanaba. He got a phone call from a female and she asked him to meet him at the bar. It was a unknown number. But the unidentified female never showed up to the bar. So after having some drinks with friends, Adam left. She had left Barron's um, bar and was somebody that was actually had seen him leave uh, and was walking uh, westbound. And that, that was the last that anybody that I'm aware of at this point had any type of interaction with Adam. At 3.30 a.m. on Saturday, April 9th, 2011, the Escanaba Department of Public Safety received a call of a burning vehicle near a residence. And after the extinguishment of the fire opening the the vehicle, they did discover a body inside who was later identified as Adam Campbell. I collapsed at work, basically, when they came to me and told me that it was my son. Adam left behind a young son. And for Adam's best friend, Ashley, there is a lot of regret that still comes from Adam's last night. I got a phone call from Adam. I didn't answer my phone. Um, I decided that it was too late and I was too tired. So I have a lot of wonder if it could have been him 
trying to get out of that situation. The girl never showed, and he wouldn't have continued the night out if he could have got a hold of somebody. I hold myself personally accountable for it often, even though I know I shouldn't. The burning car was found here on South 19th Street in Escanaba. The police say the investigation is still ongoing, and they're always looking for new tips. We, we were able to piece together Adam's whole day, except that last hour, that critical hour. Unfortunately, those are still some of the pieces of that puzzle that we're still trying to find. We do have evidence that is going to help with the case, but we need that other piece of that puzzle to link the evidence to help solve the case. Eight years after his death, Adam's friends and family are desperate for answers. Adam is forever gone, and somebody deserves to pay. We deserve the justice. If you have any information about Adam Campbell's death, contact the Escanaba Department of Public Safety by phone at 906-786-5911 or by sending a direct message to the Public Safety Facebook page. Reporting for Local 3 News, I'm Kareem Griffith. I did not see that video. I just saw the like, oh, synopsis oh, of the article. So. You gotta look at the video, dude. But alright, so Adam Campbell, 26 years old, I'm reading an article on UP Matters. 26-year-old Adam Campbell was an outgoing, likable guy. Quote, he was always there for other people, you know, always giving his friends support. So he was a good guy, says Adam's mother, Carolyn Hill Hilling. Adam's best friend from childhood, Ashley Grulo, <laughs> agrees, quote-unquote, he's a great guy, gives the shirt off his back to anybody and make anybody feel comfortable and wanted. Adam was never really an enemy. So it came as a huge shock to Adam's friends and family when he was found dead after a night out at the bars in downtown Escanaba. Quote, he got a phone call from a female and she asked him to meet him, uh, meet her, <laughs> meet her at the bar. <laughs> I don't know. It could be, it could have been a tranny. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, meet her at the bar. Uh, it was an unknown number that called him. Why? Okay, hold up. You get a fucking phone call from an unknown number, and it's a mystery woman saying, meet me at the bar, and you're like, this is a great idea. Hey, what? I'll be right there. It doesn't make <laughs> yeah, so any it sense. doesn't say in that article, but another one that I read, his mother just, like, described him as, like, having drug abuse problems, but yeah. still a really good guy, so, like, that's definitely means he was a drugo, because... That's exactly how your mom would describe you if you were like a fucking drug addict. Like, oh, yeah. he used to, he was coming around, but he. I heard. I heard. That, his... I heard that he was coming around. He was trying to see more of his son and shit. So he was on the yeah. upside. But is... but well, we'll 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 get through the story and then and and we'll bring up why the drug angle might make sense. So Ashley says that Adam loved to dress up and go out with friends. That sounds suspect. <clears throat> a little bit. What, what guy's like, yeah, dude, I love to dress up. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Go out with friends. <laughs> wear my finest slacks. Yeah, wear my finest fucking clothing. Got it over at the Kmart before they fucking shut down. <laughs> Shopco, dude. Yeah, Shopco. Shut it down. But I got there. I, I bought hella shit. But, alright, so he had just recently moved back to Escanaba after living in Marquette for a few years. So yeah, he definitely like was like, dude, I need better access to drugs. Let me go to Marquette. You know? Yeah. Marquette. A big city. It's a big, big city. <laughs> so the unidentified female never showed up to the bar, which is shocking, right? 
Oh, shit. So, after having some drinks with some friends that he apparently ran into, Adam left on his lonesome. Uh, quote, he had left Baron's bar, and it was somebody that actually had seen him leave and was walking westbound. Okay? So, that's what Captain Darren Hunter of the Escanaba Department of Public Safety said. That was the last time that anybody that I'm aware of at this point had any type of interaction with Adam. At approximately 3.30 a.m. on Saturday, April 9th, 2011, the Escanaba Department of Public Safety Central Dispatch received a phone call about a burning vehicle near a residence. Firefighters quickly arrived on the scene. Quote, after the extinguishment of the fire, opening the vehicle, they did discover a body which was inside and it was later identified as Adam Campbell said Captain Hunter. Adam did not have a driver's license or a car, so his friend says that <laughs> says that Adam would not have been driving. Captain Hunter says they do know who the car belonged to, but he was not able to go into more detail. I heard that they um they cleared him. Apparently the vehicle was stolen or like used without the guy I mean stolen because if, if it was used without the guy's knowledge then obviously yeah. stolen. So I think the vehicle was Sure stolen. he wasn't like, yeah sure, go take it and burn up this body yeah. in my fucking yeah. car. So due to the ongoing investigation, Escanaba police has not released the exact means of Adam's death, but he was dead prior to going in that car. It was found burning. So, after identifying Adam's body, the police had the difficult job of notifying the family. Carolyn Hilling, Adam's mother, who was at, was at work at the time, uh, she said, I collapsed at work, basically, when they came to me and told me it was my son, she recalled. Adam left behind a young son and countless friends and family. So, quote, Adam was a father to a little boy that he'll never, ever watch, watch grow up. That's a fucked up sentence. Yeah, he'll never watch him grow up. A little boy who was, who will never have his dad. You took away a brother to a shining star. He's an amazing athlete. And his brother is never going to get to sit on the sidelines and watch that happen, says Ashley. My baby boy is named after Adam. He's never going to meet his namesake because he's gone. One year after Adam's death, his father committed suicide. Bummer, dude. Big bummer for the mom, right? That sucks. Yeah, that's like kind of a piece of shit move on the dad's part. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Rot in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking care. Fuck him, dude. Uh, so, quote, he no longer could handle the backlash and the thoughts. They should have manned up, man. For Ashley, she says that there is still a lot of regret surrounding Adam's last night. So she goes... Back into the story after hearing that news article, I got a phone call from Adam. I didn't answer my phone. I decided it was too late and I was too tired. So I have a lot of wonder if it could have been trying to, him trying to get out of that situation. The girl never showed and he, he wouldn't have continued the night if he had gotten a hold of somebody. She explains, I hold myself personally accountable for it often, even though I know I shouldn't. Though the police are not releasing many details about the case, Captain Hunter says they still get information and tips regularly, as recently as last week. I'm not surprised because nothing goes on here, so people probably still talk about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but Captain Hunter says that they are still looking for that final piece of the story in order to move the case forward. 
quote, we were able to piece together Adam's whole day, except for that last hour. That critical hour, Captain Hunter explains. Unfortunately, those are some of the pieces of the puzzle that we're still trying to find. We do have evidence that is going to help with the case, but we need that other goddamn piece of the puzzle to link the evidence to help solve the case. Eight years after Adam's death, his family and friends still are desperate for answers. This is eight years, so he's, what, 2011? It's been 10 years now. 10 years. So it's 10 years after his death. Quote, Adam is gone forever and somebody des deserves to pay. We deserve the justice. If you really do know something, come forward, says his mother, Carolyn. I mean, if it was your child, wouldn't you want the truth? Captain Hunter says anybody with information is implored to get in contact with Escanaba. Department of Public Safety, even if the information is old or has already been turned over to the police. Quote, I'd much rather somebody thinking that they're bothering me for two or five minutes, thinking that it doesn't mean, or, you know, rather than thinking it doesn't mean anything. Until I get that phone call or message and I see it, I'm like, you know, that I didn't know and that is what I need, said Captain Hunter. So, if you're a youper and you're listening, you have any information on the case of Adam Campbell, contact Escanaba, Department of Public Safety, 906-786-5911. Or you can message me and I'll be a middleman. But, there it is. So, Dipping, what do you think? I mean, there's really not that much info to speculate on, but I have a theory. Yeah, I mean, I do too. Um, what I do you think? It's definitely, like, you don't just fucking burn someone in a car just for fits and giggles. Like, that's got to be a message. So, it's got to yeah. be some, like, unpaid drug debt or something like that. Because it wasn't like, like, yeah, you could burn a body to dispose of evidence, but you would, like, do that in the middle of the woods or something, which there's yeah, plenty not, of around. Yeah, not like the middle of Escanaba. Yeah, they found, like, I think that article said they found, they got the call for the burning car at, like, 3 a.m., and yeah. he was last seen at, like, 2.30 a.m., so, I mean, in that half an Small hour, Small window, was, dude. Yeah, he was strapped in a car and lit on fire. I don't know, did they say the fire killed him, or was he, like, no, killed he, and then he was, put in he fire? No, he was dead prior to being in the car that was on fire. So they killed him, threw him in the car, and then set the car on fire. I uh, gotcha. Yeah, and that, like... But they didn't say how he late. died. They didn't say how he died, if it was a gunshot, if it was like a, a throat slash, if it was a strangulation, they didn't say, but he was dead before going into the car. Yeah, and the mysterious woman calling sounds a lot like a lure, like, hey, yeah, let's get like him away setup, from, dude. let's get him away from his friends and then get him over here, even though I guess he found other friends at that bar, small town, but yeah, but, yeah, that but how, how retarded are you? You get a fucking yeah. unknown phone number calling you oh, and, it's, and it's some woman saying hey i want to suck your dick meet me at this bar and you're like all right sounds sounds great how'd you yeah, get my was number it actually unknown though or did he like actually know who it was or like well it came up who it was yeah it came up as an unknown number that's all yeah we know. but, but he's when they looked at cell phone it, when they i think when they looked at cell phone um the phone that was used was one of those track phones that was purchased with cash like a burner yeah it's a burner so yeah so it's unknown to like us but was it really unknown to him as well right I mean. like yeah he did, he, did he did he recognizes the 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 salute on the other line because there's you know? no way he would just go to a random like yeah come to this bar you've never fucking 
No, unless you like offered drugs or wanted to buy drugs or yeah. something else. Hey, I'll suck your dick and a, I'll give you coke. Yeah. He's probably like, well, yeah, why am I still like at home? Red flags. Yeah, why am I still at home, dude? He's like sprinting down the street. <laughs> you know, because he yeah. didn't have a car. Yeah, and that's why that I was weird was on... that he was found in one because he didn't have one. So. Yeah, and the fact that it was on like a burner, like obviously that's. Yeah, Someone who set up. get based, so it was fucking set up for sure. Definitely a setup. Um, so yeah, my my thoughts are the same. I, I think it, he was directly targeted. I think so now after hearing the details, because I, I I wasn't aware of the the mysterious woman part. I just thought he was at the bars and he left. I, I was like, dude, it also could be mistaken identity. He looked typical, you know. There's a lot of people with drug debts. It, he could have, you know he could have looked like somebody and it was mistaken identity. I heard that there was somebody else named Adam that looked very similar to him. And the police believe that it might be mistaken identity because that Adam was a notorious drug dealer and shit. So yeah, but how could do have you, been that, but how do you how, mistake a phone number. Yeah. Too, that's what though. I'm saying. Like, I didn't know about, I didn't know about the mysterious woman. Now I think he was directly fucking targeted. He probably had to have, like, a drug debt, or he, he, he had to have, like, fucked somebody's baby mother or something, and they somebody just was like, dude, I, he's done. I'm fucking gonna burn this motherfucker in a car. It had to be. Yeah. So, drug debt, or, you, you know, messing with, the, yeah, messing, the wrong, messing with the wrong woman and stuff. So. Yeah, they, I want to hear all this like other evidence that they got that they're not releasing. They're still waiting for the One Piece tied all together. Like I understand, you don't want to ruin, you know, an investigation. But it's been like ten years. Give some people some clues. Yeah. Maybe they can figure it out. So I, I heard, I heard that it had something to do with Hannaville, which is the Indian reservation nearby. So if it involves somebody that lives over there. They're gonna need like super fucking hardcore evidence to get any clearance to go into the to the tribal land and have the police fucking listen to him. So he was definitely after meth or pills or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the, reservation. the res is bad. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's where. That's yeah, man. So that's the story of Adam Campbell. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out our sponsors in the show notes. Support those who support us. As always, stay alive, motherfuckers.